Hi guys, I'm Kara from Health, Home, and Happiness. Today we are going to talk about daily chores for kids and, and what works in my house. Um, I've wanted to talk about chores for a while just because it can make or break how easy your evenings or your morning routines go. But I also know that everyone's different and everyone seems to have very strong feelings about chores. So I have um, kind of put off talking about it because I wanted to avoid the controversy. But so just quick disclaimer up front, I have four kids. I'm uh, almost 40 years old. My oldest is 15 and has special needs. And then I also have a 13 year old an almost eight year old and a 13 month old. So a baby. <laughs> and my kids have been doing chores um, when they were little. I really started just as giving them something to do so that I could get my stuff done. And then as they've grown older, I've given them more like responsibilities that I actually count on. And it's really been a rewarding process to watch them learn to contribute and eventually um, get through the frustration of having to do things they don't want to do um, and really see that they do contribute and the whole family benefits from their work that they do every day. So chores in my house, and it seems kind of silly to be having this whole podcast on this, um, but chores in my house are really just like 10 or 15 minutes of daily chores and that's stuff that contributes to the family and that's on top of their own personal stuff like doing their own laundry and um, cleaning their room cleaning out their backpack doing their homework that kind of thing so for this podcast just for sake of keeping it simple i'm going to talk about just the ones that they do every day on a schedule that contribute to our family so now if you come to my house after dinner, you will see one kid cleaning up the entryway, tidying everyone's shoes, putting them all in the shoe rack, returning shoes um, if they need to go in someone's room to their closet. Another kid will be clearing the table, putting everything away, spraying, wiping down the table, and then sweeping. And this also includes the baby's high chair. Um, and then you'll see my two girls, my, my baby hands the silverware to my oldest daughter, from the dishwasher and then my oldest daughter does the rest of the, uh, empties the rest of the dishwasher as well. It's really pretty cool because it only takes, if everyone's doing stuff on, if they're on task, then it really only takes about 10 or maybe 15 minutes at the most. And then really the whole kitchen area, the whole dining area and entryway, which are kind of our spots where clutter accumulates, are reset and ready for the next morning. It's not uncommon for me to leave dishes till the next morning and I do those while I'm getting lunches and breakfast together before the kids go to school. But having that empty dishwasher, having the table cleaned off and cleared and the floor underneath it um, swept and then having the entryway all done. Oh, and the trash goes out at that time too. So, and the clean trash liner ready for anything um, it really just like, it's amazing how much of a difference that makes. And it's really only ends up being 10 minutes because we're all doing it. If this sounds like something that you'd like to implement in your family, I'm going to tell you some of my tips for what works has worked for us in the past and continues to work. Um, if this doesn't sound like something that you want to do, and this is, then go ahead and just skip this podcast. <laughs> like you don't have to, I'm not saying that this is how everybody needs to do things. I'm just telling you what has worked for me and I'll kind of give you the, reasoning behind why I do what I've done and what's worked and why I think other things haven't worked. And this after dinner cleanup thing also works for me because I'm a public school parent. I'm, we don't homeschool. So I think a lot of the chores, like when I see families that have kids that do 
like a substantial amount of chores, like the amount that my kids do or more. Um, a lot of times they're homeschool families and they just kind of build that into their homeschool day, which is awesome. But I see a lot of families that have kids in sports, like I have kids in sports, um, kids in sports and activities and they're in school all day and then they have homework and they kind of don't know how to do this because so many of the chore things are geared towards families at homeschool. Okay, so when starting um, chores with your kids, your attitude really makes or breaks it. <laughs> so the first thing you're wanna, gonna wanna do is really start small and then encourage willingness and compliance over results for sure. So you're only gonna wanna start with something that you can enforce. So like I gave the example of, it's my seven-year-old that clears the table, sprays off the table, wipes it down with like a Norwex rag and then sweeps underneath and cleans off like the high chair area from the baby. But when I was assigning chores, I really didn't start like nearly with that much. Like the first thing I had him do, and this is where we're really working on encouraging compliance um, with our kids. Our kids need to be compliant to us. Like they need to listen to us because we're teaching them how to be adults. We can't let them do like what they feel like doing when they feel like doing, doing it. Um, and it's, it's just really not gonna work for most kids. So you have some kids that are like, oh, like relatively compliant, just their personality type. But if you don't have a compliant personality type child, you really need to encourage that because that's how they're going to learn. So um, to start out with encouraging that compliance and willingness is, first of all, I, everybody does chores at the same time. Like this, so this is like a family activity and that builds in the togetherness for us. And I find that that really helps. Um, they might not think they want to do it and they don't think like they they'll say that they hate chore day but like you can tell their bodies are regulating they feel good afterwards um and it really just brings in that community aspect and the togetherness and the cooperation that really is missing from our culture since we're so like individualized it seems like it seems like that's kind of where we're at in our culture right now is people are on their own little screens um they're doing their own activities they're going to their own like age separated classrooms where chores after dinner, even though it's just 10 or 15 minutes, it, it is a way to connect. And so it's not a punishment by any means. Like the kids will complain about it because they're kids and that's what they do. But you can tell that they are, but you can tell that they really benefit from this time together. So that's the first thing is that we all do it at the same time. And then for my seven-year-old with a table or like any chore that they're gonna do, is I have them first do it with me. And so I'm right there with them. And so that way they're not feeling like I'm assigning something and then going off to do my own thing. It's just like, we'll pick up the coconut aminos and where does that go? That goes in the condiment section of the fridge and pick up like all the dirty dishes. Okay, yeah, stack the plates like that and then put all the silverware on top and go bring them to this side of the sink. And so that together, I'm not micromanaging. It's like we're working together and I'm encouraging. And so that's how it goes. So instead of starting the whole thing and walking him through it step by step, just for that 10 minutes that I've dedicated to chores, probably all we're going to get through is putting the stuff away. So we start with that. And once he knows where pretty much everything goes and he's good at that, then we get to um, move on to adding in so first he clears it off and then we add in spraying it down which kids are going to love that because it uses a spray bottle and yes he's going to get over spray on the wall and he's going to get on the chairs and he's going to get it um, probably use way more spray than necessary 
but the, this is where we really want to focus on the willingness, which he's, he's more than willing to use that spray bottle <laughs> that over um, being perfect and doing it exactly how we are, how we're doing it. So you can like for sure correct if it's like turning into a squirt gun fight. Um, but you like, I, I don't worry about it. Like he's, it, we use vinegar and water to clean. It's not like he's wasting anything. And so he sprays down the table and then he wipes it down with a Norwex cloth. And so after like a week of doing that, then I've used that week not to be quite directly supervising where I might be folding laundry nearby, um, but all, but kind of being there. So he knows that I'm there to keep him on task and maybe offering small suggestions. Like you kind of want to watch that you're not going to frustrate the kids by holding a seven-year-old that's never done this to your standard of having a perfectly clean table, but saying like, hey, that's probably good with the spray. Why don't you go get the rag? Or like, oh, look, if you scrub like this with the rag, then that's how you can get like ketchup off the table, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, for like each step and you just kind of wait until they're competent at that. So wait till they're competent at um, putting the stuff away, like all the different condiments and the salt and pepper and whatever else you keep on your table. And then once he's competent in spraying and wiping down the table, then we added in sweeping underneath. And so that's that's the progression that I do for teaching like that particular chore. And through the whole thing, it's because we're starting so small and my expectations are honestly so low <laughs> and we focus on, um, like I said, compliance and like the community aspect of it the being together, working together. Um, I'm sure in the morning, like all spontaneously, like I think it to myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, the table is so nice to have such a nice open table, like ready to do stuff in the morning. And I say that out loud. And so they really get a sense of pride over like every day he cleans off the table and every day I'm thankful for it when I come downstairs. I just am <laughs> like, I don't know about you, but Naturally, I have a hard time keeping everything organized. I'm not like a very organized person naturally. So I have to build in systems. And so I'm really thankful when I have systems in place that work for us. Something you'll want to watch for is when you're doing the chores, um, kids will see you do it and they see you going fast. And they see you going fast and doing a good job. And it can be, be frustrating for them. So what you've got to do is you've got to remind them. You've got to say like, like everybody has to learn every, like I tell my kids all the time, you've got to go slow to go fast. And so when you're first learning to do something and I've taught my kids about muscle memory, like your, your muscles don't know what to do. Your brain has to instruct every single thing that you're doing for wiping down the table where my brain has already wiped down the table thousands of times. Like I can do it without thinking because I have the muscle memory. Um, and so that's, I think that's something that frustrates kids and they might just act like they don't want to do it. But in reality, they're like, oh, well, I feel like I'm not good enough. Like, why is this so hard for me? Um, and so just assuring them that it's it's normal, like everybody has a hard time getting the broom to sweep into the dustpan at first. <laughs> like, that's just, it's, it's all a learning curve and they're learning things for the first time. So I just remind my kids, you've got to go slow to go fast. Um, and honestly, I, re I remind myself that too, because sometimes it's like, seems like a lot of effort to get my kids to do something in 15 minutes that I could do in like 30 seconds. Um, but it definitely pays off. And this lesson of going slow to go fast um, is something that really helps them to be patient in other areas of their life, whether it's schoolwork or sports 
or um, like even getting along with friends, things like that. It increases their tolerance to disappointment and boredom, um, frustration as well. Like having, like being disappointed is part of life. And I think a lot of us didn't want, we don't want to shame our kids. We don't want our kids to be frustrated or disappointed. Um, but we also don't want to swing in the other direction and make it so that they've never, they don't know how to tolerate those particular behavior or those particular feelings and emotions. So 10 or 15 minutes of, of chores, like not only gets you a cleaner house, um, lessens the burden on you, it teaches them functional skills for when they're an adult and it helps them tolerate like an age appropriate amounts, um, boredom, frustration, learning to try new things, overcoming obstacles, that kind of thing. In our family, we don't switch chores out. And that's just what I have found worked. When I try to switch chores out, like on a rotating schedule um, for these daily chores that they do every day, I, I really don't. It, like it adds too much complication. It on, honestly adds too much room for negotiation and uh, drama <laughs> for my children. And so I they're assigned chores. And even if they're bored, even if they think that their sibling got the better chore, um, I wait until there's like a significant, I call it a significant change in circumstances for them. Um, like my my older son has a sports practice after school almost every day, and he doesn't end up coming home most days until after everyone's done dinner. So we gave his chore of emptying the trash to the next younger kid that is here most of the time. And then the kid that's in sports and ends up putting away all the leftovers, like packaging them all up, um, usually out of the Instant Pot or casserole dish or something, um, and sticking them in the fridge. That's his chore now because it just, like, it works in with whenever he gets home because he's the last one to eat. So it makes more sense like that. But I've found that if um, I try to do, like, oh, on Tuesday you're doing dishes and Wednesday you're, you're cleaning the entryway, it's just they're it leaves way too much like complication for me. Like I have to remember all that and enforce all that. <laughs> and it leaves like, I don't know. It just, it didn't work for us. It caused more drama than it was necessary. So we really do the same chores every day. Um, the same kid for like, it's been years. And that kind of ties back into my, my attitude about chores, which I think I'm hoping <laughs> sets my kids up for understanding that Chores aren't punishments and they're not optional. They're requirements to keep a household running smoothly. And I think a lot of us, I grew up in the 90s, there was a lot of focus then, at least from what I saw with my friends and the places that I was raised, on kids doing like stuff with their peers and that they have their whole lives to learn chores later. But their focus should be on like extracurricular activities and school and homework and that kind of thing. And so they grew up and I think that we've got a lot of kids turned adults now that they've never swept a floor. They don't know how to sweep floors. <laughs> they don't know how to clean a toilet. They don't know. Like that was me. I had to, I had to learn. I had to like, this was the internet was like dial up internet, but I had to get books on like how to clean a bathroom, how to do this, how to do that. So I wanted to um, set my kids up with like the really basic understanding of how to do it and also have it in that muscle memory. So they're not starting a brand new job, um, like living with roommates or whatever and have never cleaned before. That's a pretty steep learning curve to have to learn to do all of that stuff on their own. So just 10 minutes a day, not only helps you, but also will help your kids kind of acclimate into adulthood as well.
And definitely don't feel like you're making your kids do too much. Requiring 10 minutes of household chores a day um, that benefits the whole family in a shared environment is definitely not robbing anyone of a childhood and it's not offloading your responsibilities. And that's um, something that I think a lot of parents are afraid of. They don't, they, they're like, oh, I, that's my job. My job is to like pick up the house and keep the household running. They should just be responsible for their own room and their homework and stuff. But cooperation within a family, within a household, not just being responsible for yourself is also a part of living with other people, which most people will. And then lastly, let's talk about rewards for a little bit. I like to build in rewards. Um, so like I said, chores and for us are a requirement. They're not optional. And it's the rewards aren't bribes. It's not, I'm not trying to entice them to do some, to something or do their chores by offering something that they might want more. Like, how, how do you say that? <laughs> like they want something more than they don't want to do the chores. Like that's not what it is. They're required to do the chores, but when they do their chores, and like I said, it's only 10 minutes. <laughs> um, when they do that, then we all watch a TV show together. That's kind of our built-in reward. If you do dessert, like even if it's just fruit and that's something your kids look forward to, um, you can have them eat that. I've done that before, is have them eat whatever you're doing for dessert after their chores. And so chores with a good attitude and then get dessert. Um, but I definitely, I wouldn't get into like a power struggle match with your kids about this so it's not like well do this or you're not getting dessert it's they have to do the chores <laughs> and it's really only takes a little bit of I call it hand over hand um it's like I will physically have my young children do it I will help their hands carry those condiment models back to the fridge and the salt and pepper back to the cupboard um if that's needed but it's really not needed if you can kind of build in like we talked about the attitude of encouraging willingness and compliance over results and having it be that time of togetherness, even if your kids claim that they don't want to do that. Um, that's something that has worked well for us. And then last thing I wanna remind you, I think I did cover this already, but make this work for you. Like have your kids do what really backs up the household the most. So for me, that's taking the trash out, emptying the dishwasher, and then dealing with all of the coats and snow suits and hats and mittens and stuff, sorting all that out in the entryway. And I really think that that, like, that will motivate you. And it's like a really good intrinsic, it makes kids feel good in like that good self-esteem way. Like I'm contributing well, not just I'm getting empty praise. When you come down and like, you're honestly thankful in the morning that um, you're coming down to a clean house. Thanks for joining me. I do have another podcast on um, what I call Saturday chores. So those are the bigger chores that I teach my kids to do like, cleaning the bathroom, um, breaking down all the boxes, taking out recycling, cleaning the whole kitchen instead of just emptying the dishwasher. Um, that's what we do on Saturday. So I'll have another podcast coming up. Go ahead and subscribe um, to my podcast. I love to share with you. And this is just another platform where I can just kind of be in your ear while maybe you're folding laundry or doing dishes yourself. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Thanks for joining me. Bye-bye.